Welcome to Overtime Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the big stories in CSGO. Quicker than I can lose my co-host. A quick reminder to rate and review us at the end of the episode. It really helps us. I'm Logan Rahap. Aziask is in Antwerp for the major, as is everyone I would normally record a podcast with. So today, we are doing a quick 10-minute fill podcast to make sure that you guys have all the information you need going into the major playoffs. So, major playoffs. We had the end of the legend stage finish up. We had eight teams come out of that. Those teams will be nip and phase. We're playing right now as I record this on uh, Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Uh, we have Spirit versus Furia, Ents versus Copenhagen Flames, and Navi versus Heroic. Uh, this sets up a really interesting bracket. Uh, nip and phase play uh, theoretically. Things go to plan. Phase should win that game. Uh, Spirit Furia is actually a really, really cool game because Spirit has been looking really, really good recently. Fury has been, they've been looking okay. They've been looking better. They got to the, the playoffs, in fact. Um, but I feel like that's going to be a very interesting game to watch. Uh, Chopper, obviously one of Izzy's favorite players uh, because of his um, <clears throat> art levels of instability <laughs> against art with arts and art levels of instability um so theoretically out of that top half of the bracket there um it, we, we should see a phase versus spirit or furia if i was a betting man i'd say uh phase versus spirit but you 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 leave that up to your own decision if that makes sense um on the other side of the bracket it's ents versus copenhagen flames who that will be an actually really cool matchup. Copenhagen Flames look like they are in form right now. Ents have looked really good this entire tournament. That'll be a really good matchup. Um, and then Navi Heroic, so one of the best group stage teams we've ever seen with Heroic because they're only good in a group stage. Um, in the playoffs now, and they have to take on the Giants that are Navi right there at the beginning, um, which is rough. So expect to see a Navi win on that series. Um, if I if I had to guess, I'd say probably an Ents win on the other series. Maybe it's with a semifinal of Face Spirit and Ents Navi. Um, from there, honestly, I couldn't tell you what's going to happen. Um, Phase Spirit, Phase should win, but like Spirits looked really good. If it's Phase Furia, Phase should win, but Phase Spirit <laughs> looks really good. Uh, other side of the bracket, Ents Navi. Um, it would take a lot for me right now to believe that Ents will to will win against Navi. Like there's, I know <laughs> it. There's a lot going on on the line here, and there's a lot of like I, Navi's just seem like they are a considerably better team than Ents, regardless of how well Ents has been doing recently. So. If I had to put money on that, that would be a Navi win, leading to a Phase Navi final. Which, if we looked at our uh, bingo cards a, a couple weeks ago when we walked into this, uh, we'd probably say we wanted a Phase Navi final, and uh, I think that's honestly what we're going to end up getting. Um, I'm going to take a guess on this. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously be doing a major reactions podcast next week about everything that happened this week and this weekend. Um, if I had to guess, it should. Uh, I'm guessing a phase victory, but I could be totally wrong, and this could be a uh, simple second major. 
As for the other news that has happened while we've been gone, um, We Play Academy League has expanded four more teams. So that would be uh, OG Academy, Double uh, O Prospects, Apex Rebels, and uh, God Sent Academy. I think they're all called. Uh, basically, four more teams to fight for the trophy. Uh, hopefully, we get to see a lot more really good young players in there. That'll be a fun time. Uh, MIBR, after finishing their stint at the Major, have benched Woody. They're bringing up Brazen from their academy team. Uh, Hobbit was accused uh, early, uh, late last week of uh, match-fixing by a Kazakh uh, former pro uh, in an article from Richard Lewis. It seems that he... Uh, it was spot fixing, which if you're not super familiar with match fixing, uh, full on match fixing is when you say you're going to lose the match, uh, similar to what Steel and uh, all the other people in the I by Power era did. Uh, spot fixing is saying that you're going to you're going to get the first kill in a round or you're going to you're going to drop this gun or something like that. Uh, we, we talked about spot fixing somewhat recently uh, with Navi buying the M249 and throwing it on the ground. Um, that kind of betting. So uh, apparently there's been something about that. Hobbit has come out and said that uh, he, he does, he has never spot fixed. He's never match fixed um, that he's going to be in full cooperation with our favorite people over at ESIC um, uh, on the matter. And that hopefully everything will be cleared up quickly. Uh, last thing to talk about in our extremely quick episode today is Twisted our interview with uh, Ryan from Dust2 Media, Dust2 US, Dust2 Media, D- Ryan, you've seen him on the show before, uh, <laughs> did an interview with Ryan and the big thing to come out of it, there's actually a lot of really cool stuff to come out of it, but the, the important big controversial thing to come out of it was uh, the Valorant stuff that came from it where uh, Twist said – the question was, so you're, you're obviously more experienced. You're an older NA player. The region could look up to. Obviously, the region has been pretty decimated by Valorant and other things. What are your current thoughts on NA? And Twist's response was, this will come as no surprise, but the current region is visible. I mean, we saw so many new players moving to Valorant because they just want the easy money. They see a new game, and they see everyone's trying to get into it, and it's easy money. I think the switch is for the money, and the work ethic wasn't there in CS to become better. Um and a lot of people on Twitter have gone both ways about this. Obviously, the Valorant community has gone, no. Uh, some of the Counter-Strike community has agreed with the Valorant community. They've kind of gone, yeah, that's not why at all. Um, some of the Counter-Strike community, uh, YNK specifically, has been very uh, – has kind of sided with twists to a degree. Um, Elliot and I have talked about this very briefly. Um but end of the day, this is uh, one of those weird things that both parties are kind of right. Uh, the switch was definitely partially for the money. Like I- I'd be willing to bet that on any any person. But you switch for the money so you can pay your bills. Like it, tier two North American Counter-Strike was so absolutely fucked and is still so fucked that if you could switch to a new game that will help you pay your monthly bills – that even if it's not your favorite, it's a job. And a job is a job right now, right? Um, and maybe you keep playing Counter-Strike on the side. Maybe you keep trying to do it. But Valorant helps pay your electricity bill. It helps buy food. So, and you couldn't do that in Counter-Strike. So while, yeah, it's getting easy money, it's the ability to continue to play video games for your for your living. Um, 
We'll talk more about all of this stuff next week on the podcast when Elliot returns from Antwerp. Um, but until then, my name has been Logan Ramhap. This has been Overtime and Inferno. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Logan Ramhap, at AZS, and at RedTLDR. We'll be back again next week with our major special. Bye.